0: The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630
1: Chad. Well, it's 2.05 on this Tuesday afternoon and a busy Tuesday in the sports world. It's so? Jaylen Andrew Reed Wilkins checking in here. And in case you haven't heard, you're just tuning in, the Edmonton Oilers have a new head coach.
0: So Reed. Let me ask you, because I don't know half what you know. I don't know half what you've forgotten about <laughs> oh, hockey. So, geez. so listen, I'm just an average Oilers fan who just wants my team to win more often than they As lose. As you should. Right. That's all I want. And I want the games to be entertaining and, and close. How... Fast an impact can a new coach have on a team.
2: I think it can b- happen relatively quickly. I, I don't think it can happen in in one game. I don't think we're going to watch tonight's game and be like, oh yeah, that's Hitch, that's Hitchcock. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and 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 he said it's not going to change overnight. But he also referenced when he took over in St. Louis, yeah. a few years ago, and they and they went on an incredible run to get into he said the playoffs. It was like eight to nine yeah, days he, he later, said, there was a yeah, yeah, so major change. Happening. So I think you know, I think certainly maybe by second week of December we start my to say, oh yeah, okay, they're taking care of those details. They seem to be one thing he said was too much I'm summarizing, obviously, but mm-hmm. too much individual play. He, he feels mm-hmm. frustration has set in and then you start worrying about your own game too much and, and not helping your teammates and, and doing things that, that they need. Um, so I think he wants to work on that attitude. Yeah, I mean, I, I think if, if, if it goes well, I, I think we will see changes. And will it be fast enough for this season? I, 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 I'm going to get back to what I was saying during Oilers now. I think it can be because they're not in a good division. It's true. Cal- Calgary and San Jose have started to separate a little bit. They're on pace for about 100-point seasons. No one else is on pace, and the, the pace changes all the time, but no one else is on pace for more than 82 points. This
1: was fascinating when you broke this down this morning. I'm mm-hmm. like, really, it's that crappy of a division? Well, it really
0: kind yeah, of is. Given a better weekend, think where we'd be in the standings. So right the Oilers now. don't,
2: like, usually you think you got to get to at least, you know, 92-ish, and then you're either third in your division or maybe you're a wild card. You can already pretty strongly project that the Central will get the three automatic berths mm-hmm. and the two wild cards. So that leaves three teams from the Pacific. It, it, you know, again, I think Calgary and San Jose are the two best teams. Vegas, uh, you know, despite beating Edmonton, got thumped last night in Calgary. They're up and down. Vancouver's dropped off. Arizona's kind of a middling team. Anaheim's kind of a middling team. Edmonton's a middling team. Mm. And LA's doing really bad. Yeah. So I, I think what's what's the goal for the rest of the season? Well, can, can the Oilers play six games above 500 and get to 86, 88, 89 points? Yeah, possibly. Well, mm-hmm. what, and they're, that a they're a game right under now. 500 right yeah. now. So to get to 88 points, you got to play seven games over 500 the rest of the way.
1: And you were talking about the the American Thanksgiving as kind of being an indicator in years past of who's going to be where come February, March, and and what's going to happen come playoffs.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, usually, no, it depends on the year, right? Mm -hmm. But usually most of the teams that are in the playoffs at American Thanksgiving make the playoffs. But there's always two or three, Mm -hmm. four exceptions. Um, Now, the Oilers aren't going to be far out of a playoff spot at American Thanksgiving. If they win tonight, they'll be within a point or two by the time it rolls around.
1: Hitchcock, as a as a coach, I mean, when he was asked, he's, he's going in there, he says, I, I don't have a lot of time to get people to know exactly who I am. I'm going to go in and tell them. There's The, the, the whole friend thing isn't going to happen. What is he like as a coach? Yeah, was he was sounds like say, a bit his, of a badass. His reputation well, precedes. Look, yeah. I, I
2: know I've talked... Uh, my experience with Ken Hitchcock as a head coach is stories I get from Rob Brown. That's most of my experience. <laughs> yeah, true, I've but, heard a lot but, of those. But you yeah. know, we had a couple people who covered him recently when he was with the Blues, on, and he's he lets you know what he ex, what he expects. Um, he doesn't. He's he's pretty blunt. He, he doesn't mess around. But I do like what he said today. It was that by the time we get around to Thursday's practice, mm-hmm. Friday's game, I, I don't want any surprises. Okay, the yeah. players are going to know, know me, They'll but I, know. Want, I want to act consistently. I want to act you know, solidly. I, I want to be consistent in how I how I treat people and what I expect. But one thing that's going to be interesting, too, is like, I asked the the two St. Louis people we had on, because I, I, I get so <laughs> much, well, why is, why is McClellan change his line? Why is McClellan changing the lines? And both St. Louis reporters said, if a guy has a bad first period, He's going to get dropped out, or the Hitchcock is going to change the line. So we'll we'll still we'll still see that, obviously, in terms of dealing with in-game strategy and 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 players who aren't having great games. But he he's clear. He was pretty clear that he feels there's. There's not enough reliance on teammates. There's Mm -hmm. frustration has set in. And he even said for McDavid, he's carrying a heavy burden, and I want to help
0: him lighten that up. Yeah. And he said he
1: could help him. He could could help help him. him. Those were his
0: words, and I like that. Can't wait to see. Uh, As far as moving ahead to next season, we've brought in Hitchcock just to the end of this season, right? So is he just a bookmark because head coaches are not available this time of year so? You know, he just takes us through to the end of the season, then we see who's available in the summer or
2: Well it depends how he does, right? I mean yeah. if obviously if the team does good or great, then then well, I mean, if he does great he'd be back. And then, what do you and though, then the reason I would I, I would, re- th- I would think I, mean, I would think so. I
0: mean, it's pure speculation, but people retire for a reason. Right? Well, I mean, he retired. But again,
2: Rob put that grade in the spring when Hitch retired. He goes, yeah, I know Hitch. He's retired until he gets offered a job he's interested in. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, <laughs> I,
0: I think that... Would it, um, matter, would it matter who management was?
2: Yes. But, I mean, I think if this, if it's mediocre or disaster, then everybody's probably gone. Well, everybody, I mean Shirely, and then a new manager would pick a new coach, Mm -hmm. right, if it just doesn't turn around at all. Because look, the heat's heat's on Shirely. The heat's been on Shirely a long time. (laughs) I stand by what I say. I, I understand why coaching changes happen. I understand McClellan wasn't perfect. But I still stand by that McClellan did a better job as a coach than Shirely did as a manager. I also know that the, the the coach almost always goes first, whether it's fair or not. Mm-hmm. But now you're you're, you're he's not going to get another coach yeah. after Hitchcock. Very yeah. unlikely in my mind. He but, just moved yeah. the
0: bullseye for a little while, right? Well, right. I mean, it, you know, to me, I like I would think it would be fabulous. We all would if this changes everything in the course of the team and the season and all that kind of thing. But you know, maybe I'm just this the skeptic and be is sort of like okay. So even if you replaced the whole head office uh, management and the coach, does that make Talbot not give up three or four goals in a row? I mean, does a new coach come in and suddenly your goalie plays better? Because that's been a problem.
2: No, well, okay. if he, Cam hasn't played well. Um, now, if Koskinen plays great, mm-hmm. well, then that's actually, you know, you got to be fair, that's credit to Shirelli because he, he's the one who, who went yeah. outside him. No, I, I understand what you're saying. There are, of course, there are things a coach isn't going to impact. He's not going to turn uh Kara into a guy who's expected to get five to ten goals in a season to get 30 to, to 35 but I, but i think there are it's the little details in the game that he wants to improve and, and make sure are being taken care of and maybe again i asked that one caller well how many games you think they can win in the next 20. he said well maybe 13 to 15. that's mm. pretty high mm. um if they win 11 or 12 mm-hmm. and get a, some points in overtime, well, then they're probably still hanging around in the playoff mm-hmm.
1: If he can address this issue, which he said, he said, and you mentioned it, you know, the frustration sets in, the emotion goes out and you take too much on self and that a lot of the players are doing that. And if, in fact, that is part of the reason why Cam Talbot isn't playing as well and things can turn around on an individual level and they start playing as that Well, playing, the team. as the
0: coach said, playing for each other. That's right. You've that seen can, it yeah. with the Eskimos and too. It's, yeah, Trust absolutely. Yeah. So,
1: but if that can, you know, if that can change, Yes. you know, and if he says, you know, hey, I did it in, what was it, St. Louis, you know, within seven to eight games before I've seen it. He says, literally, he says, I know what the problem is. And he says, I've seen it and I've fixed it before. So we'll see if he fixes it this, yeah. this
0: time. Do, do you know in my mind, Reid, you'd probably agree with this. The best example of players playing for each other was Las Vegas last, last year. Last year. And and that was the difference in my yeah. mind. And that, it's
2: such a fine line. And, and I know they lost a couple of guys and, and Stastny's injured. Yeah. Though he's, they signed him in the offseason. But that is that is true. Sometimes it is such a fine I mean, Vegas didn't roll into this year saying like, ah, Right. <laughs> let's just start. let's see if we can do it without playing. I mean, yeah. sometimes you got to create yeah. that vibe and yeah. that standard and that consistently. I mean, Gerard Gallant, one coach of the year. He didn't go in and say, "Yeah, you know, nine and twelve after twenty-one <laughs> games is, is good enough." Yeah.
1: Well, Reed, we thank you. We know you've had a crazy busy day, and uh, you're nowhere near being done yet. Uh, the Oilers play tonight in San Jose. Puck yep. drop, uh 8.30, 830 games, tonight. 7 o'clock
2: face-off show inside sports from 6 to 7.
1: All right, we'll talk to you then. KCO. Thanks for that. All right, we'll keep you updated on uh, all things Oilers throughout the afternoon. We're going to uh, change gears after this.
0: Of course. Is it Tuesday? only Tuesday? It is only oh, Tuesday. Let's gosh. not forget that we're going to be on location down at Grey Cup Festival Wednesday, Thursday. And we'd love for our listeners to drop by and say hello. It'll be regular shows. We'll just be doing them from... Um, the Grey Cup Festival. Yeah, so, so it's it's the fun. visitors area. You yeah. can pop in and say uh hi. Well somebody please ask us to say They've ordered, I think, uh, half a million postcards for us to sign and it would be great if at least ten of them went out. So uh, Hey,
1: you know what? I'm taking them home and I'm, I'm gonna use them. i gonna or... use them for Christmas cards. Yeah. <laughs> that's what you do, right? You just
0: every time nobody's looking you slide some you slide them into your bag so that when Sid goes by, oh, you've gone through quite a few cards. Oh yeah.
1: Send them home as Christmas presents. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> hey, look, at just what you need, another picture of us. Although it does
0: seem <laughs> odd, a picture being sent out of of you and I, because we're not a couple.
1: No, I know, but whatever. You that do what have to do. But again, I, I mentioned yesterday, I still have the postcards from my last year yeah. in television.
0: I, I have the, the last time we did this, I was in the afternoon news, and I still... You still have those, too? I still have too? those. They're in a box. I just saw them the other day. I thought I'd... Maybe there are collectors' items. Well, I but still have 10, I still have all the pictures from over there too. Oh yikes! They're uh, downstairs in my basement, by the way. Good for you. someday. couple of, of we'd all know the big news today, of course, is about the Oilers no and Oilers. The changing coaching. And we'll you know we'll revisit some of that uh, later in this afternoon. But we have a regular show to do as well. And, you know, what? I was, this was such good news. When do you ever hear that a project finishes on time? But apparently this one did. The highway interchange at Gasoline Alley in Red Deer is now fully what open a, to traffic. What
1: a gong show it's been for years getting in and out of there.
0: You know, I have I've I liked it better. I, I understood the need to change Gasoline Alley from what it was when I first, yeah. you know, started. It was so easy to get to. And then it was, you know, limited access. And then this interchange went in. During the interchange, you had to really pay attention. Um, where the road was, where the stripes on the road were, and where, where the exit was to Gasoline Alley, I missed it a couple of times. As a veteran Highway 2 yeah, driver, yeah. I was like, oh, you can still get to it. You go past it all and then loop back again. But apparently it's all done, except they haven't crossed the T's and dotted the I's. So was they haven't say, put there's up a the bread, guardrails. There's, there's
1: a bridge with crooked... Yeah, no, got, none
0: of that. No. no, none of that stuff. Okay. That's Everything's working. Um, the last remaining touches include final paving, signage, guardrail installation, and mm. landscaping. That'll be done in 2019. But otherwise, we're good to go. So I'll be uh, driving down that highway, I think, over the weekend, this weekend. So I'll take a look for you and tell you what I see. I... I it was a massive project. I just
1: always remember trying to go in there and I can, uh, a couple of the motor trips, some motorcycle trips back from Banff or doing that, you know, circle, you know, through the mountains and then coming back in there and trying to find what you were looking for. I
0: was like, ah, oh, that's what it, okay. What do you okay. mean? It, it, it was easy to navigate in well, terms of. Well, I just of-
1: found, I, I found that it was, okay, I can see there's let's say the Timmy's or right. whatever it is, or the Danny's, whatever it was, and thinking, okay, but which entrance do oh, I go into? See, I guess maybe I drive so, through it so often. So we just go into the very first one, and then you're Leads driving you all well, the way down.
0: It's a funny thing, because... The first, yeah, the first one gets you to everything. If you're on, if you're headed south, you're having Tim Hortons coffee for the most part. If you're headed north, you're having McDonald's. But um, you could also have McDonald's heading south as well. But the funny thing was when they put the little traffic circle in. So it used to be oh, you yeah. take the first exit, and and then you're you just turn into whatever fast food place or donut shop you want, right? The oh, Donut sir? Mill.
1: You said traffic circle.
0: I know. I, w- I will not.
1: This, I will not go in there.
0: Really, having. A, I don't like traffic circles. Is that a fact?
1: I am one of those people. I know what to do in traffic circles, but I will go out of my way. And you can ask Coach. He laughs about it all the time. To avoid a traffic circle. I will go out of my way to avoid a traffic circle. When I'm in Europe, when we're traveling in Europe, and they all have all those little roundabouts all over there, I don't know, for some reason, it just seemed to work better. In this well, city, yeah. I go out of my way to stay out of traffic circles, and people are probably listening, well, good, we don't want you in there if you don't know what the hell you're doing. True. I do know what I'm doing. I just, I do have, you?
0: I, yeah, I have a pretty good idea. See, the traffic circle in Red Deer and the traffic circle at I Twilliger, just, uh, for example, don't make any um, sense to me, not in terms of, I understand how a traffic circle works. I don't understand the need for a traffic circle, because you should have a sufficient, amount of traffic approaching from four directions that a traffic circle mm. moves them quickly. I think
1: in Williger Town, and there's one out in Sherwood Park, too, that's a piddly-diddly little one in yeah. one of the neighborhoods. I, I think it's. I think that's more for quaintness, more than anything. I, I think, think that's so just too. more for a feel. It's not... From uh, a functionality
0: yeah. uh, perspective, an uh, intersection would make as much sense. Yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe, you know, they're planning to develop, I'm sure, that Red Deer area, so perhaps there'll be more traffic down the road and it'll make more sense that there's this circle here. But it looks just like the one in Terwilliger, like it looks decorative. <gasps> what?
1: Okay, I'm on a driving thing.
0: Okay, do it. Because there was a
1: story just the other day.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and uh, was talking about, um, you know, crappy drivers, which is you know a topic, a favorite topic on 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 this show. Today, as uh, I had to run over to the Canadian Tire this morning. Okay. Amazingly, I was in and out of there in five minutes because you know I love that store. Mm. <laughs>
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> get sucked in by the smell yeah. and I can't leave. Right? Yeah. Um. Um. But trying uh, when you're going into that currents and Windermere area, mm. so Buddy in the big pickup truck is trying to change lanes from the right lane over to the left lane. He desperately wants to be in the left lane. There's a little car like a little. I don't know for Taurus or something like that, driving right like right beside him. Mm-hmm. And instead of him just slowing down and pulling in behind the car that's in the left lane, he literally almost pushed this guy. Off, into into the left. Did he, um,
0: make, did he make contact with he him? He was so close. Just muscled him over. Just
1: tried to muscle him over. And, and, and uh, you know, Ford Taurus is saying, I'll have none of that. I'm not moving. I mean, but there was no cars behind, behind it. There was no reason why the truck couldn't just have slowed down for a half a second and <laughs> scooched in behind him. Like, what are you doing? Do you not actually see this car beside I you?
0: I need to know. Turn signal on or no? No!
1: Okay. Oh...
0: Because that yes. that's insult No, injury, no
1: he did have the turn signal on, on because I was uh, thinking to myself, just because you have that on doesn't mean you get to butt this guy out of the way. Seriously, there was room behind. All he had to do was slow down, tap the brakes, and yeah. tuck in behind. There was no other cars behind this car. But he almost pushed them right into the other side. I'm like, you're a jerk.
0: I, I saw Total Justice the other day. You know how icy the roads were? Yeah. Right? This is... What, two days ago? So it was, it was Sunday. It was the weekend. And they were particularly slick in Twilliger. I'm not really sure why. So you know there's uh, that one way into Twilliger is Hatto, right? The, yeah, the yeah. yeah, yeah. Parallel lanes, right? And at the end of that is a playground, right? you familiar with it? You can visualize it in your head as you're coming into Twilliger down to yeah, Haddo. Right. Straight ahead is a playground. You have to go either left or right. You can't go straight because yeah, there's I a lived playground. Yeah, I right there. there. Right. <laughs> you know what also is new there? is uh, a a playground zone sign. Uh, thirty kilometers. 30 kilometers, right? And so I see this guy and he turns, I'm turning left as he turns right, but he turns into the left lane, like you're not supposed to do, right? So I get a break. That's when I realized, ooh, it's quite icy here. So I slowed down, Mm -hmm. but he didn't. Like So I I guess he sort of got this sort of like, uh, he sped up so that it wasn't as close as it was going to be, right? Which is fine. Mm But he's now speeding up on IC. <laughs> so he gets to, the, he gets to that mm. yield. It's a yield, not mm-hmm. a stop sign at the end of Haddo. And he goes right through the intersection and Whoop. runs over the sign, and <laughs> <laughs> which just made me laugh because the last thing he would have seen before he yeah. did damage to the front of his car was 30 kilometers. Good suggestion and a reminder. Thirty would have been the perfect speed to try and take that intersection out. I,
1: I think we all hope for driving karma on,
0: yeah, a, on a regular basis. I, I waved so if, on yeah. the way by. He wasn't injured. There was no problem. As I made my right hand turn, I gave him the, hey, hello. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> yeah, Have a good
1: day. <laughs> You're on your own there, <laughs> kiddo. Oh, um... Going to try to find you guys on Sunday to finally say hi and thank you in person.
0: We're not going to be be? there on Sunday. We're not going to be there on
1: Sunday. We're going to be downtown Wednesday and Thursday. We're not going to be at the game. Yeah, we're not
0: on location at the Great Cup. We're on location Wednesday, Thursday at the Great Cup Festival. festival. Yeah, that's right. Downtown.
1: There you go. You can keep one or two. They're talking about the postcards. Everyone wants the postcards.
0: Well, we should put them at the front desk, and you can just drop by and pick one up. We'll pre-sign them for you. That's no. To my good friend, Blank. (laughs) You fill in We'll leave the pen there. You can just fill in the name.
1: (laughs) 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 Okay. Um, We do have Grey Cup tickets Mm -hmm. to give away today, so we'll do that coming up. We have another trivia question for you. As well, uh, just after the break here, we want to talk to a fellow who has been on just an epic journey. Over the past ten years, check this out. He has walked more than twenty thousand kilometers. Wow. It's, called, it's called the Trans Canada Trail. We'll tell you all about it after
0: this. The six thirty Chad afternoon news with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross weekdays at two on six thirty Chad.